in uh, Creole brew <laughs> and oils and lifetime of experiences. I'm just and, kidding. And I think it's that time of year for Cadbury eggs, isn't it? Listen, I'm trying not to eat a lot of sugar right now, so I don't okay. need my subconscious brain poked with images. Okay, sorry. I just <laughs> thought it was that time of year. So uh, it is that time of year. <laughs> and at some point, those Cadbury mini eggs will be consumed. But I'm just doing a little bit of a sugar detox the last week because, you know, me and sugar, we have this dance where it's like, I like, I think I'm not a sugar hater. I like a little sugar, but there's also a balance. Like sometimes the thing with sugar is when you eat sugar, guess what? You crave more sugar. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a drug. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of a drug. <laughs> is so I love, I love it. it but I also have to keep it that sometimes I'm like we're gonna take a little break me and you you know I love so, it but at well, some it's point a healthy, we'll healthy have a break. little bit yes so oh. hi can I tell you though what's also feeling like spring we are getting tiny little glimpses of it Right. I was in North yep. Carolina over the weeking week weeking. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I I promise I haven't had coffee this morning. That's not in the repertoire. I have not gotten I got off a great Peloton workout, I think. But part of what's giving me a little bit of the buzz is that I am diffusing for the first time this year a blend that feels like happy springtime joy. You know, so but I was in North Carolina over the weekend speaking at an awesome conference out there. Great group. And I saw cherry blossoms, Andy. And I was oh, like, wow. there is spring in other parts of the world. Not the snow cave that I live in, but in other parts of the world and where you're traveling to tonight is so Florida. So you've got some of that too. So, but spring, we are feeling a little bit, we're seeing a little bit of this, but are you guys want to hear... Yeah, what's in my diffuser? Is that well, that, was, that was a cliffhanger? You're like, are you? Is that a lead up? Building up, and we're like, mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm going to tell you because these two bottles are right here. I'm going to. Do you see the look? But that's oh, I'm. On. I know we're going to get there, <laughs> but I have to tell you one other truly magical thing. Can we come home to the reminder of the power of our words and the power of intention? Because get this, I've never, ever had a speaking engagement in North Carolina. It's not necessarily known for being like a major, like oh, event center city, apparently, you know, I mean, it's a gorgeous, though, state, lots going on there. But I, for me in my career path, I have never, ever, ever spoke in North Carolina. Well, rewind about a year ago ish, Year ago, May, my nephew graduated med school here at the University of Utah. Go Utes, right? Uh, 4.0, mind you. This kid is incredible. And he, his first choice was he wanted to go to Duke to do his residency. And he got into Duke. He was thrilled, thrilled for him. And he's studying anesthesia out at Duke Medical School in North Carolina. And I said to my nephew last summer when he was getting ready to leave, drive out there and move his life out there. I said to him, I said, well, I guess I need to attract a speaking gig in North Carolina. And no joke, you guys, I've never, ever, I've been 
doing my own thing for 13 plus years. In 13 plus years, I've never been to North Carolina. I've been to a lot of other interesting, even super small towns, but I've never been to North Carolina for a speaking engagement. But I said, I'm going to track myself a speaking engagement to North Carolina. So a couple months ago, I got booked to speak last weekend in North Carolina. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. Like literally. So had a great event. And then Saturday night, I met him and his girlfriend for dinner and she picked the dinner spot. And guess what the dinner spot was for my fellow woo-wooers. You got to be woo-woo to get this. <laughs> this has symbolic nature for me. Maybe not for everyone, but it was. we were at the Hummingbird Cafe. Oh. And I was like, and that has a lot of spiritual significance. And so it was just so cool. And wow. so anyway, I think I'm ready to tell you about the blend. So I've had a great weekend with Super. Love that. We're having a, a lot going on in good things. And today is the maiden voyage of what I feel like is a springtime, joyful blend. Let me tell you the first ingredient, oh. which you may not be surprised is wild orange. Are we surprised? Mm -hmm. No, because it's citrus. I'm an OG lover, <laughs> right? I'm an OG classic Jackie O, Aubrey Hepburn kind of girl that like, I, I love all the new fancier oils, you know? Can't, can't stray too far from classics though. But I'm a classic. Give me a classic beauty any day. And that's wild orange. And this one feels like spring to me. Green mandarin. Mm, so good. Simple guys. Green mandarin. Wild orange is here in the office today diffusing. And it is dreamy. Wow. That sounds delicious. Doesn't it though? <sighs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you guys. Yes, it feels like abundance, baby. It does. It is yes. absolutely that. So speaking of words, um, are you the one who's been attracting all the rain, all the snow, Listen. all the moisture? Listen, um, I do. I'm so grateful for all the water, the rain, the snow, because we need it. But I did say on the thread with our girlfriends that your wife is on last week, we were all kind of messaging and being grateful, but also a tiny bit grumpy. Like we're also oh, over it. It's okay to be a little snarky. And I was also like, hey, whoever's praying for all this snow, because it was like dumping snow on us again. I said, hey, could you pray my business does at least a million bucks again this year? Thanks. <laughs> hey, thanks. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like your prayers are working. Yes. Send some a little this way. Yes. So just a little screenshot out our, our windows. Yep. Look at that, you guys. You're starting to see the ground. Snow is actually melting in a few places. So it's uh, things are turning around. It, it poured rain all night, still pouring. And we're grateful. We are in a drought here and gratefully receiving all moisture. Yes. So how is everyone doing with uh, Marianne Williamson's book, The Divine Law of Compensation? Are we loving it? Uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That sounds like a McDonald's commercial. 
<laughs> no, for real. I was thinking about that this morning. There's another money book I've started reading too that was gifted to me by a great author that I really like him and I'm just getting new to his work, but I'll let you know after I read it, if I endorse that one too. But the Law of Divine Compensation, the last weekend of March, we are going to be sharing around those principles. So hopefully you're reading that. You have a copy of it. Hard copy, audible, be part of that. So, but Andy, anything you want to share? What's been going on for you? And I know you're getting ready to go to leadership. You're teaching your essential emotions class. Is that tomorrow on Thursday? Yes, yes it is. Tomorrow morning we go live and we've got the in-person ticket available or we've got uh, the recording. So if you can't make it in person, you can purchase the recording. It's You can save a lot of money that way. Um, but you can just go to essentialemotions.com slash events. So I'll put that link here. And um, yeah, come play with us. We are... <clears throat> We did the three events in Australia. They were extremely well-received. We got really great feedback. And um, we decided we got to keep sharing the love. So mm -hmm. here it comes. I love it. Yes. And can we tell, what's the emotion? What's the essential emotion for the oil green mandarin? Ooh. Does anyone question. know? I mean, we got to look it up, but someone have their book right there. Andy, do you have yours? Yes. I'm just glancing real quick. Because I know like wild orange is the oil of abundance, correct? Yep, that's right. So what's the emotion for green mandarin? Has anybody put it in the chat yet? No, I'm just curious. Oh, pure potential. All oh, our girl Allison's here. Hi, love. Oh, Hi, nice. Ruth. Hi, Becky. Maria's here too. Gwen. Okay, pure potential. Yep. So I've got potential and abundance in my diffuser right now. I love it. That feels I'm like the right home. thing to have in my diffuser in my office in coach mode. Serious. But we want to develop some potential and develop some abundance. I love it. Hey, can I share one other book that Nathan and I just ordered four copies of that yes. I'm, I'm super excited to jump into? Please. Um, it's called The Sultan's Seven Secrets. And um, it's, you know, we've all heard about the law of attraction, um, but this is kind of like uh, just a really simple overview of um, how to put the law of attraction into practice, how to vibrate and, and get clear in our subconscious what we really want so that we can attract that. Uh, Laura Jacobs just told us about it and is loving it. She said it's rocking her world. So Sultan's Seven Secrets, if anybody wants to join us on that journey. Yes. I mean, it just even sounds sexy. I mean, right? say that seven times fast. Sultan's <laughs> Seven Secrets, you know? But yes. seriously, so have you started it yet or you just barely? No, ordered? it should get here today. Okay. So. Hopefully before your flight. Yes. Fingers crossed. Because like you have nothing to do on your flight, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All the prep. Well, that's good. Well, should we drop into some coaching? I'd love Let's to drop it. into, and if anyone like to come on live, that's the preference, but it, you don't have to, you can put your question. What's going on for you? What do you need help and support with? What do you want to strategize? And whether it seems simple to you or, or complicated either way, 
feel free to share that in the chat box. Or if you want to raise up your hand, we'd love for you to come on live with us and maximize our time here today. We'd love to do that. And I know sometimes some of you might be hesitant to raise your hand or put yourself out there, right? Because you're like, oh, that feels vulnerable. Some of you might be really um, monitoring, you know, or evaluating, gosh, how does that sound? Or how will I look? And I just invite you to breathe through that and realize that almost every time someone shares here, what some what gets shared is usually pretty universal or has a universal application tucked in there somewhere. I can make a universal application out of anything, right? For the most part, because being human is quote, different as we are, we're actually so much more similar and learning and practicing similar life lessons in these human skin suits that we're in currently, right? That we're getting to practice and learn different lessons. So I just invite you, especially if you're the type to maybe not as often put yourself out there that maybe today's the day and that we go, you know what, let's create some clarity for you, some support, some dialogue, some conversation. Let's do that. Maria, that's a great question. Do you want to come on live with us? She sure does. I hope. Okay. We'll give her that little link so she can join as a panelist. <clears throat> Hi, Maria. Where are you calling from? Good day. Um, Pennsylvania, near outside of Philadelphia. Fantastic. Welcome. Thank you. How are, well, I know you all are great. And uh, you really make me laugh. I love it. <laughs> you have a good time here. So joyful way to start the day. Thank you. We, we like to have fun. Thanks. So, yeah, I mean, I raised my hand. I feel like I know I've been on here before. And so we're a work in progress. Um, but so I know I'm reading Marianne Williamson and I love that. And I know about the law of attraction and I work really hard uh, catching, trying to catch my thoughts. But when you notice thoughts that aren't serving you intruding that keep coming up, um, maybe it's just due to, I am studying to be an essential emotions coach, by the way, my deadline for awesome. myself is the end of this month to get certified. And um, so like it's the middle of the month and I'm working towards this goal. I know it's possible. It's going to be a little bit of a push. So then how do you have that like voice of self-doubt? Cause I'm like, I'm totally going to nail this, but then, you know, life happens. So how do you, what's the best advice to work against that? Do you speak back to that? Or like, I feel like sometimes it's a force and I don't, I don't want it in my, in my energy, you know, how do you speak back to that to be stronger is a question. Hmm. Good question. You want to start, Tiff? Let's start. I think number one, it's just so human. So let's normalize it. Like how many of you would you say yes in the chat box or yes on comments if you're on Facebook Live? But how many of you can relate to what Maria is sharing is that you have repetitive negative thoughts show up on a daily basis, right? And they might not be the exact same thought or the same flavor, same costume, but negative thinking at some point will show up in your thinking. Yeah. Even when you're like, hey, I listen to podcasts. I join this call. You know, I meditate. I read the Bible. I pray. I do all these various things. 
How many of you have negative thoughts show up? Yeah, every day. You know, it's like at some degree now, of course, some are more, have more spikes than others. Some have more of a, ooh, you know, or they might have more time and so forth. And so one, I just like to normalize it, that you go, hmm, we, we have negative thoughts on a regular basis. And like Gwen is bringing us back to, I had a podcast show years, a couple of years, two years ago, I think that was called the weeds return or the weeds always return. That's natural law of the planet. I don't have to work at it. The weeds always pop back up. What I do have to work at is what I'm planting, nourishing, and cultivating. I don't have to work at the negative. The negative is the natural law of living on the planet, being in a human body. Those natural laws will just simply be at play. But for me personally, I don't freak out every time I see the weeds. Sometimes I might be a little like, okay, you guys again, here we go, right? It's okay to have that reaction. So the emotion isn't wrong and the negative thought isn't wrong. And the more that you just normalize it, I think that helps take away its juice because you're like, oh, hey, weeds. Okay, I see you, you know, and we go back to weeding them or whatnot or however it might be. But I think one is, and I think it matters that we normalize that that is part of it, that you don't, because the negative thoughts, one thing. The next layer in where it gets really deep is when we're like, what's my problem? Why can't I quote, get over this? Why is this still yeah. up for me? Why is self-doubt? Something's wrong with me. I'm this, I'm that I'm a failure because I'm still having negative thoughts. And it's like, no, honey, you live in a natural law. You, you live in a, a fallen earth, so to speak. And there's, even though there's sometimes I'll look at dandelions or certain weeds and be like, wow, they're beautiful. Right. And I'm not saying you have to love the negative thought, but neutralizing it by normalizing it. Right. Because if that negative thought then gets bigger legs, which is I'm a failure, I suck, I'm terrible because I can't get a handle about, can't get a handle on it, is how you help you neutralize that, where it's like, okay, the weeds are here. They're not positive. They're not negative technically. I know they're quote negative, but it's like we're, we're normalizing it. Yeah. And then you can, yeah, that's great. Cause I'm also in starting like coaching mode, um, helping other people like graze up in doTERRA. Mm-hmm. And then you see that in others. And so how to coach, you know, it helps to know more of how to coach to that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you see the potential in other people and then mm-hmm. you hear, you know, the speak and I mean, I know the the person themselves has to do the work, but to have, you know, just some advice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's also a gentleman's work I really like by a name. His name is Hale Dwoskin, D-W-O-S-K-I-N. And he has, his content's called the Sedona Method. And the Sedona Method is similar to Byron Katie. It's a four question model and he walks you through, but he helps you just, again, kind of neutralize emotion. And the first step of his process is to welcome the feeling that you're feeling or the thought. Because often, again, the negative thinking leads to feelings. And that's really where that we're still we're getting activated, right? The thought produces a feeling. And one of the things that's been so valuable for me in Hill's work in the Sedona method is like welcoming the stress, the anxiousness, the fear, the whatever, and welcoming it. And often for me, that very first step neutralizes it it deflates it 
Because sometimes the challenge is when we then go, oh, I don't want to think that. Don't think that. Ah, I don't want to feel this. Ah, and we resist it versus, oh, okay. Right. And I'm not saying invite it in and that it's like it, it, it gets roots, but by welcoming it and just again, the welcoming of it, the normalizing of it helps like deflate a lot of its tentacles or it's like, you know, those little sharp hooks where it's like, oh, okay. And then I often, I love the question is, you know, what do you need, sweetheart? And sometimes it's like, okay, like today, before I get up and speak, I know I'm going to feel a little nervous because I'm having thoughts. Oh, I'm going to put myself in front of this group and here we go. And even though I've done it a gazillion times, I'm going to still have nervous come up, right? And sometimes more bigger than others and how I help is just like, okay, sweetheart, a little nervous, but what do you need? You're good. Okay. Yeah. And it's just, we're kinder. We have a kinder voice with ourselves. What do you need, sweetheart? Oh, okay. You need a snack. You want this. You want your oils, whatever it might be. And I help soothe, right? You have a self-soothing toolbox. Every one of you need to become conscious of a self-soothing toolbox. The essential emotions training and those materials are a key tool to be in your self-soothing toolbox, but having a, a toolbox where you self-soothe when those feelings and things get activated, because once I, if I self-soothe it again, I've, and I'm welcoming it, that's one Sedona methods, part of my toolbox too. And my essential oils are part of my toolbox and prayer is, and certain songs or affirmations The what you need, sweetheart goes right in that toolbox. So I have various things that then I go, okay, and I pull out my tools and they help me regulate. Right. And then another question I love once I've done some self-soothing is I love to come back to the empowered question is what would you rather believe? What would you rather think? And just like trying on a new shirt or sweater or outfit, it's like, I want to change my thoughts. I'm going to put on intentionally, you know what? Life's working in my favor. I'm going to show up and, and plant the seeds today. I can't control the harvest, but I can control the seeds I plant and I'm going to cultivate and nourish and I'm going to, you know, show up the, the thoughts I choose to believe is that life has my back. God has my back. Things are working in my favor. I want to add light and value to the environments that I'm in. And so it's so, so, so powerful to have, again, that self-soothing toolbox that then, oh, the weeds are here. We don't freak out that the weeds are returned because that's natural law. Well, your negative thoughts, they come back. And we get to practice though, practice, what am I planting, nourishing, but having some ways that we kind of, you know, diffuse or neutralize is powerful. And that's what I'm modeling for you. It's like, let's neutralize it, normalize it. Now you can proactively redirect your thoughts into what do I choose to believe? Or you might have a meditation you love or a Bible verse that you love that you recite, or you stand in front of your vision board and Remind yourself where you're going and you go, oh, okay. And you have, again, these various tools that help support you with that. But thank you because, again, why I love that you shared this is it's like negative thoughts have, are up for all of us. It's just yeah. a matter of how much, how much roots they get or if we're adding another layer of shame, blame, or judgment on ourselves because they're there versus simply just working with the natural law. Well, thank you for helping me to uh, add another tool into my self-soothing toolbox. I love mm -hmm. all the great book picks and 
you know, Audible's really powerful just for me. I love to, you know, hear it, see it, read it, and just become a part of me. So I appreciate all of your, um, just who you are and for all your sharing and, and showing up for us. Big hugs, love. Andy, what would you add to this? You know, negative thoughts because they come back and we experience them. And, you know, those, the dynamic of that, you know, what, what's happening? how that happens or shows up for us. We can all relate to that. Andy just sent me a quick text. He's helping the kiddo. So he's supporting one of his kiddos, but Maria, thank you for sharing that. Cause anyone else want to add to her share or anything that helps you? I'd love for you to put that in the chat box or the comments there on Facebook live. What helps you navigate your negative thinking or helps you reset your emotions or when you get in the funk or the fear comes up or the weeds or the stress or the pressure, what helps you come back to being in the flow or being in that energy where you're feeling the good feels, the power of that. Yeah, I love that. Hi, Florence. Nice to see you here. It says, love the toolbox, self-soothing toolbox. Yeah, isn't that a great way to think of that? Like, literally, it's like, oh, we have first aid kits, right? That we probably have in our cars or we have in our homes that help physically, but also you think emotionally, what's my self-soothing toolbox and where that comes from. I remember a couple of years ago, I attended a conference um, here in Utah where a gentleman named Tom Bilio was one of the speakers and Tom Bilio, some of you might follow him or know his work. He's created a very successful company in quest nutrition. And then he has a very popular podcast called impact theory. So you may have known of him, but he's He's a billionaire with a B, right? He's created a massive, successful path for himself. And one of the things he said, sharing on stage, and there's a whole lot of gems he can share right from his path. And he said, if I have to pick one that I think has the most influence that you need as a business owner, as a human, that's going to give you the staying power in your path is how do you self-soothe? And it was so fascinating because, you know, we're all on the edge of our seats, similar like me teasing you a little bit this morning about what was the diffuser blend and on the edge, we were on the edge of our seats. He's like, again, this guy who's created massive success in the world. And it was like, if, if I only had to pick one, right. Cause it's not 27 steps and so forth. He went there and he said, if I only had to pick one, that one would be, how do you self-soothe? And the need for self-soothing tools that when you're triggered, you're upset, you're in major negotiations, or you're in a presentation, right? Or you're working through life and all this stuff. How do you self-soothe? Yeah, his name is Tom Bilio. I think it's B-I-L-Y-E-A-U, I believe. Something like that. I'm going to read your chat box because I think there's some other great things we want to hear. Hob on the recording that I think can help. Florence says her oils for sure. Absolutely. Right. I regularly like I use balance again. I'm an OG oil lover. I use balance regularly. I use rose and frankincense regularly last night before sleep. I have the vetiver roller. I was putting that on my feet, right. But various oils. I love the serenity oil, various oils that I put on my body or in my diffuser that help me with soothing. I think you're right. So asking yourself, what oils help me feel self-soothe? Ruth brings us home to gratitude, helps her switch gears. Absolutely. Speak it, pray it, write it. Powerful. 
meditation on insight timer. I do love that app as well. Absolutely. Deep breaths, right? Breathing. Remind yourself, as Cindy says, it's okay to feel the feels. Love that. Oh, I love Jeff says this. When my negative thoughts come, I say scratch that and offer the opposite up out loud. Yeah, it's like sometimes or thought will think or even the words and you'll be like, nope, cancel. Scratch that though, Jeff. I really like that. But then the important thing is offer the opposite issue. That's a redirect, right? You're saying, hmm, nope, I choose to believe this. Everything is working together for my good. And for me, again, faith being a big part of my life, I know for many of you or how you presence to that is often I'll just even speak a simple prayer out loud, right? And asking for that kind of support. I love that. I love Brenda has some great, powerful affirmations too. Yeah, I love Brittany offers this. She says, working through a mental health coaching program and learning that 80 to 95% of our negative thoughts are not true. Talking myself down, knowing they're not truth helps me tremendously. That's an amazing point, Brittany, is that feelings and truth don't always align just because you feel something. But as a human, it feels so real to us. We feel so sad, so rejected, so alone, so afraid, whatever the negative we're in. And we're like, oh, but it doesn't mean it's true. Right. And so that's a really important discernment piece. Yes, Shelly says EMDR. I love that too. Great toolbox. Yeah, good things, you guys. Yeah, Andy, anything you want to add to this? What helps mm. you with negative thoughts, negative feelings? Uh, Obviously, you know, the things we're talking about, anything you want to yeah. add to this? I think we've covered the bases. Like this is such a, a deep conversation that is so worthy of our time. Um, I love the the image that you've shared with us of, uh, you know, anytime you've, you have the negativity come up, you sit down and just have a cup of Joe with it. Right. Like, mm. like instead of um, going into self-judgment or self-loathing or, you know, feeling um, any kind of um, negative emotion around the negative thought, like that's, to me, that's the power place right there is when you can choose, oh, this, you know, hello, darkness, my old friend. Like, yeah, that. <laughs> oh, Simon and Garfunkel, right, guys? <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be this, like, you know, gut wrench. Oh, shoot, it's here again. You know, it's it's just like, oh, hey, I recognize you. I, 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 I've seen you. We've, we've sat down and had lots of chats before. And um, I'm choosing to feel differently now um, is, is just so powerful. So I just love that image so much. Mm -hmm. Still need to make a t-shirt, Tiff. Which one? The, the cup of joe with your... Yes. Your Have a cup of tea with your fear, right? I love that. I love also just one thing I want to share and highlight too that I think we know, but I think it's worth repeating part of our toolbox that Kimber offered as well is the power of a workout or moving your body is a great way to shift your mood is literally yep. your physiology you're chemically releasing and shifting you know and and for me a lot of I would say my workout for sure and my moving my body is motivated even more so today for the mental vitamins I'm after mm. mental health vitamins I'm after than even 
yes, of course, for my physical body, but they go hand in hand, right? As it's mind and body and moving the body shifts the mind, right? Or at least has great potential to do that. And even if loves that's, you know, sometimes I, I know I've shared this already here before in past shares, so I won't, you know, elaborate this too much, but my past self used to have a belief and that's all it was, was a belief, but my past self used to have a belief that I either, I had to do a quote full workout and it was all or nothing, right? Mm -hmm. That perfectionistic, it was either, and what that meant to me, my past life, especially pre-pandemic was, you know, put on a workout outfit, brush my teeth, take the mascara off from under my eyes and drive to a gym about five, six minutes away, go inside, do 30 minutes of cardio, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of weights, get in the car, drive back home. Well, you guys, that was always like at least minimum an hour to an hour and a half commitment. And the reality of my life sometimes is that I don't always have an hour to an hour and a half. I mean, I know it's a choice, but some days I'd have 15 or 20 minutes where I had a break in my schedule or I had an opening or something between, right? Or where I could have done something, but I would, because it wasn't that full perfect vision, I wouldn't do anything. It was the all or nothing, which again is very perfectionistic thinking. And I gave myself the permission. I started using the language, as many of you know, is I move my body every day. And literally some days that might be a five minute stretch or yoga video off my Peloton app, right? That might be a 10 minute, 15 minute walk. And once I moved my mindset from all or nothing, I did, I started just lacing up my tennies more often and going on a walk or a jog in my neighborhood for 15, 20 minutes. And the consistency and the habit is what all of us, that's more helpful, right? And I think again, especially in your toolbox, that's a great thing, especially as it starts to warm up that in between calls and having a break and maybe having some lunch, going on a walk is a really nice reset in the day. But, you know, some days it was like a 20 minute bike ride this morning for me before I get going for the day. And some days it's more or less and variety of different things that you can do. But I just wanted to plug that in too. When Kimber said that is yes, how, how valuable that can be in your toolbox, but giving yourself permission that it, it doesn't have to be a certain way. It can literally be like similar. I can do a five minute meditation. You can do a five minute, you know, variety of poses or stretches or, you know, things like that, where you give yourself that ability to choose not the, the time amount, but the habit. Powerful. So many good shares. Thank you. Yeah. I love, would you say Richard Fulmer's share? Cause I think that's really valuable too. And same with, um, Carolyn. Yeah, he says, studies have found that our feelings follow our actions. So even fake smiling will communicate to our brain and reduce negative emotions, right? Such a simple hack. Mm. It works. So recognize the, the negative and dismiss it from your stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that reminder. It's just the, the power of like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move. And I get it that sometimes the challenge is, well, I'm not in the mood to move. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to do the thing. And it's like, I know, but sometimes we like, that's, I do love Mel Robbins has this teaching, you know, in her, one of her books, I forget what's the title of her book, you guys, but she teaches you the five, five second countdown where it was it, like, well, I don't want to get out of bed or I don't want to. Yeah. Hi. Thank you. Is that what? Yeah. And she's that. like five, four, three, two, one, where you count yourself down. Like, okay, 
you're going to get out of bed or you're going to do the thing or finish those taxes or whatever it might, you know, we have those things that show up. So a lot of resources. That's what we're doing today. We're just sharing resources, but think about for yourself, similar if you'd build a first aid kit for your car, what would go in that or for your home is what's my self-soothing toolbox. And you go, cool, essential emotions. That's in there. My essential oils. Cool. You know, good sleep is a great way to help us regulate, right? Movement, meditation, the Sedona method, EMDR, right? Variety of things that y'all have been sharing that help you, you know, keep yourself in a more that's just practicing tools. So it sounds like the five second rule is the name of that book. Oh, gotcha. She also writes. That's right, five. She's got a lot of five in her books. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Seven is so old school. All the seven habits. Yeah. It's all five now. Yes. Okay. Anybody else want to raise their hand and come on? Yeah. We've got plenty of time. Great conversation. Janice or Florence or Allison, Susan, Jeff, people's names I can see and they're like, she's talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I could hide. But we'd love that again, whatever. It's like, hey, this is what I'm kind of working on or thinking about, or this is what's up for me. I'd love to support you. Andy, what's that book again? The Sultan's Seven Secrets? Yeah. Okay. Lots of S's. Okay, Maria is also asking um, about EMDR. Do you want to speak to that? Uh, I think Shelly in our group, she's the one that suggested it. She could probably oh, okay. speak to that or put it there. I have done EMDR way in the past, and I forget what it stands for, but it's a technique. It's a healing technique with rap. It's like rapid eye movement. And it helps you kind of create new circuits in the brain. There we go. Kimber says eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So it's kind of like you're rewiring, especially around trauma or past painful memories, things that maybe you're feeling emotionally stuck. EMDR is a, a tool in the toolbox for sure that can help with that. And Jeff, you bet. Come on down. So the price is right. If you have a question that you want to ask, we'd love to hear and support you on that. And then Barbara's asking, uh, while Jeff's coming on, uh, the book that you're, uh, oh, the prosperity book we're all reading is called The Divine Law of Compensation by Marianne Williamson. Okay, Jeff. Where are you calling from, Jeff? Chaparral, New Mexico. Awesome. Hi, Just Jeff. north of El Paso, Texas. So good to see you live and in person. <laughs> Thanks for Thank joining you us. for all you give to all of us every week. It is incredible learning opportunity. I love that you're here. I'd love to hear briefly, how'd you get connected to doTERRA? My lovely wife. She enrolled three years ago, and uh, in the next six months, I joined on. Um, after being a carpenter for a long time and too many aches and pains, Deep Blue uh, really helps my back. Uh, Copaima, mm. I take each day. 
And I'm in much better health now that I take doTERRA. That's um, awesome. I love that. It, it's been great. And, and I love the triple win with it. It helps people from the people who were, you know, harvesting uh, anywhere in the world. I've watched all of them. And uh, from, you know, vetiver to peppermint in, you know, Nepal uh, to Oregon or, you know, frankincense to people in Madagascar. They're helping the small people, you know, make a better living and how to be sustainable. It's awesome. Love it. Um, so it lives to my values of environmentalists helping people, the planet, and we make a little profit. But mm -hmm. I need to take my profit from a little to replace my wife's income. Mm -hmm. And uh, I haven't done that yet. And I got hung up with the process of Elise said of ease, you know, contact your hundred friends and family. I've told everybody about it. And, uh, and so I am trying to build and I have not built anything i've gone through half of shared success and got hung up in the you've got to invite your friends over to this and i live in rural chaparral and um anyways advice so tell us how you're doing with the names list like what's the i assume you've you've gone through and, and you've made a names list right yes i have and uh contacted ones i think were interested contact you writing a names list of people I knew from high school to me, you know, that was 40 years ago. Uh -huh. uh, that, that was pointless. They've never talked to me since. So, you know, um, I look at more people uh, currently. Um, it makes more sense to me. My friends and family, um, small circle. Uh -huh. um, but I have all the strengths for it. I have positivity number one, woo number two, self-assurance number three, futuristic four, and five is achiever. So, um, wow. but sometimes I get stuck at number 10, which is input. Ah, I have input <laughs> top five, so I hear you. Anyway. Love data, right? Well, Gather lots of data. Gather information. Anyways. You two are so wise. I just wanted to chime in. It is very important that I build. Um, I missed my opportunity for uh, uh, Founders 2.0 and this a, uh, next uh, leadership live. My wife wanted to go, but we're not able to because I haven't enrolled anybody. But, so. <sighs> hi. Well, hi. It's no, so nice to see you. Can I just tell you one of your strengths? I know this doesn't show up on the strengths finders, but like I instantly like I just adore you and your energy and you come <laughs> across so genuine. Like you have genuine energy and that matters to me, especially anyone I'm going to buy from, do business with or be influenced by. So just know like you've got that in your strengths, too. And I think that I understand like there's various teachings out there and host events or invite people over and you're saying it's pretty rural, rural where I'm at, you know, as I think is you showing up consistently sharing whether on social with family and friends. And again, we're sharing from a place of education, inspiration, and we're just dropping the good news out there on a regular basis, right? We're just sharing with our tribe and sometimes we think oh i have to have a big tribe no you don't what you need is when you create value 
and you show up and add value to people's lives by education, I'd also incorporate practicing or keeping your eye on asking more questions in your one-on-one -on -one conversations, in your interactions with friends and family, is just asking them because the asking will lead to more conversation and the more conversation and the questions will tell you if this is a person we go deeper and we share more with and they might be legit ready and interested. And we, the questions open the doors, right? Mm -hmm. They're the door openers. And so rather than just standing on someone's porch, so to speak, symbolically and like, hey, do you want to buy this from me? Is we ask questions that can create dialogue and engagement. But that's ultimately what all of you are after is engagement, not quantity, but engagement. And if you've got, you know, seven people that over the next six months that really go, yeah, I'm ready to get started and take my own health to the next level. They too, maybe aches and pains or gut health things or emotional challenges mm -hmm. or sleep or trying to help with, you know, some challenges they're experiencing for themselves or their kiddos or family or loved ones. You, you can have people who literally develop really big roots. You don't need a million people. You need a handful of people that have deep roots. And so I think being mindful of your own mindset and head talk is like, oh, I, you know, I'm in rural. I understand that might not be okay, but it's the power, like what we're doing right now on Zoom, mm -hmm. connecting with people on calls and Zooms. But again, it's sharing ideas, sharing samples, putting maybe sometimes samples in the mail, things like that, and then calls and follow up. But again, I would fo focus on, I'm going to share ideas and inspiration. Otherwise we call that content. And I'm going to practice asking more questions. And the questions lead to more dialogue and the dialogue and the questions then lead to potentially people purchasing because they're engaging. Engagement leads to conversion. So the more they engage, the higher they convert. That's what I would lead out with initially. Anything you want to share back to that or Andy, anything you want to share with that? Just a hearty amen. Like I, I keep thinking of the, the audio that you created, Tiffany, years ago, you know, the five gates and how life-changing that has been for us to just to sit in curiosity with somebody, you know, to really be willing to to ask a lot of questions and, and not fill the, the space just with a bunch of talk, like, like really listen. And um, it's such an art to, to get past the, the noise that, oh, somebody needs to be saying something right now, or I, I need to be um, engaging at a certain level, you know, like getting them to take certain actions. Like, no, maybe, what if, what if there's nowhere to get in every conversation? There's no, end goal it's just high you know like let's let's connect um that's been transformative for us and so so grateful for those concepts and principles mm -hmm. but jeff i, I want to hear what you're what are you hearing what are your thoughts uh thank you and gratitude um yes i I can do that and uh, ask more questions is a great uh, inroad and uh, it's a good reminder. I'm just learning to build on social media. I had an interaction, my wife, I took to the dentist and uh, the hygienist. Um, I was wearing my doTERRA shirt and started a conversation. 
I don't have children, just a happy uncle, but she asked about allergies for children. And I've looked in the last week for uh, doTERRA. And, and I know that the uh, uh, On Guard has helped Anne and Tri-Ease, but I'm trying to look for something more that's gonna help her in information rather than just give her a sales page for, for On Guard or, or Tri-Ease. And uh, I'm coming up short. Um, any advice on that? Because I, I like the personal interaction, so I just need to get out and meet people because that's where I connect better rather than, mm -hmm. um, at least in my opinion, so far. And, and I'm learning social media, so. <laughs> Jeff, and that learning. Go ahead. And Jeff, in that example, can I, this is where I'm gonna model for you how, where I would say, yeah. So if she's sharing about, hey, kids and allergies, and you'll mm -hmm. say that I want you to ask one or two more questions, which is tell me more about that. And how long has that been an issue? And is it okay. so up seasonally or does it just, is it all year round? But again, you guys, I want you to input this in your brain is the phrase diagnose, then prescribe. Because she gave you an, a head, but I want you again, ask more questions right then right. and there. Tell me more about that. Or how long has it been an issue? Right. Because the more she engages and the more she feels heard by you, the more trust you're gaining. And then you say, mm -hmm. I'm going to go check. I know what I use, but I'm going to double check the kids and I'll circle back to you. Does that work for you? Also a question. Does that work for you? I'm going to follow back up with you. Does that work for you is questions and questions and questions and questions. Right. So, Andy, what do you want to pipe in? I would love for you to because you will have the guidance here, too, on the oh. actual oils or products. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think uh, what I'm hearing in, in all of your line of questioning, Jeff, is, mm -hmm. is there's this sense of like expectation that you're bringing to yourself um, that I think is the main issue. Um, so, you know, you've, you've created this story that I have to get a certain number of enrollments, you know, to get to leadership. I have to... Um, mm -hmm you know, replace my wife's income um, mm -hmm. in order for this and that, right? Like you're, you're, you're living all these stories and like, what, what would happen if you just showed up and served? Like, what if you just came to every conversation and put yourself out there? Like, I can tell that you do brilliantly. Like you're just this gentle, magnanimous soul that just wants to to love on people so if you just put yourself out there and and just started connecting like the magic's going to happen i have no doubt about that at all so i would i would just let go of the the shoulds that are running the show right now um because it's it's not serving it's not it's it's not supporting any of your goals like I can tell that you have a huge heart for doTERRA and, and the, mm -hmm. you know, the, the triple impact that you talked about. Um, so I, th I think that's your next step is let's let go of the stories and just go out and start connecting. Like you, all you have to do is wear a, a doTERRA t-shirt to the dentist and boom, it starts a connection, right? Mm -hmm. So just staying with that, staying in, in service. And, and connection is, is so powerful. 
Thank you. Thank you. Let go of the enrollment agenda. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think right. one of the things to that, as I love mm -hmm. high end, one of the things my mentor, Jeff, if this supports you, mm -hmm. that I love my mentor used to teach me would say, have high intention and low attachment. Isn't that so good? High intention is, I want you to have the intention to enroll a lot of people to help them, to help mm -hmm. the one, right? But also low attachment that it has to be this way or that way or this experience, but we're going to show up, we're going to ask the questions and be expecting, but also open that like, as they're in alignment. And again, more questions will help you with that. I like Shelly's comment also in the chat box. I think there's some gems there that can help support you. And y'all, I just encourage you while I love, I, I love, of course, like dream bigger, think bigger and the hundred names list. I, I understand the intention behind that. I want y'all to start with 10, literally, right? Like 10. And then you go, Oh, who do I know health or needs or emotions that are in my family, my friends, my circle, or who I've met recently is start with 10 because that keeps you in the game and moving you forward. The, so for some of you, that hundreds list will totally overwhelm you and overwhelm always leads to procrastination. And so what we're after is movement and progress, mm -hmm. right? So anyway, I'm so happy to see your face here. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. I've loved being here. Mr. Goddard, thank you for a great share, cheering you on in your emotion essential, essential emotions training and leadership. Can't wait to hear the gems and the news. I need to mm -hmm. pop off right now, but y'all thank okay. you for being here. Thank you so much for all the wisdom you've shared, Tiff, and, and thank you everyone for joining us. Can't wait to reconnect next week. Um, leadership is going to absolutely explode your mind with the possibilities. So um, we will connect next week. Uh, so stay tuned. Thanks so much.